T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Miss something from the Todd Feinberg Show? Listen to the podcast on WTIC.com slash podcast. Good afternoon. Rocking and rolling on a Thursday. And why not? 860-522-9842. Rant line number. It's rant time as a matter of fact. Seven five one forty six ninety eight. The phone number will get to the rants in just a momento. First, let's grab a couple phone calls. We've got Dave in Brantford. Hi, Dave. Well, there's that little beep again to announce that I'm there. Uh, that call from George, that was excellent. I just love hard information. Isn't like it provided. wonderful? Do you ever know there was 25% battery loss from from storing electricity? I don't think the conversion efficiency is quite that low, but I also am reluctant to challenge George on his statistics. I know there's an inefficiency <laughs> of putting it in and getting it back out. I yep. don't know if you lose a quarter of it. I wanted to mention the prices he quoted. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things I, I might note is the stability of the price is also important. Yep. And so hydroelectric, once you pay for the infrastructure with the dam and the generators, there's not much variation in the price of generating the juice. You know, there's a few workers you need in the plant. To open yes, the and then you're just coast. collecting money for the rest of your lives. And the same kind of for nuclear. The problem with the fossil, while it is apparently cheap generally, it also is highly variable. That That is a problem. Mm-hmm. And people don't uh, – risk always makes the price go up when there's risk. Uh, I, yes, but there's a, there's a lot of uh, room there for it to go up, given that it costs uh, $40 more, he says, for green energy. But uh, go ahead, make I, your point. I am disgusted with the blathering politicians trying to lower the cost of energy. In the 50s and 60s, the Army and the Navy, when they had remote bases like uh, up in the Arctic or out Mm -hmm. in Idaho, they had portable nuclear generating plants. It was like a big 60-foot diameter pipe that they'd bury half in the ground with gravel, and it was a nuclear plant of about 6, 8, or 12 megawatts, depending on how much power they needed for the base. And they could put them in in a couple of weeks. They were highly reliable. They almost never went bad. They were very simple. So even an 18- or 20-year-old, barely educated Army private could run the doggone thing. And uh, we need more of them right away. Uh, We don't need tricky rules and, uh, you know, the politicians blathering, blathering. We need to make more electricity. We do. No one's talking about new electric plants. And it's sustainable, Dave. Got to go. Thank you, sir. 
860-522-9842. The BPS Lawyers Traffic Center, Mark Christopher next. Hey. It's the Todd Feinberg Show, live from the NJ Diet Studios on WTIC News Talk 1080. Oh, yes. We are talking everything right here on WTIC. We'll be playing the rants in a moment. Matt in Bristol. Hello, Matt. Hey, Feinberg. How you doing? I'm doing quite well, thank you. What's on your mind? I called to leave a message. That, was it George just half an hour ago gave out those four or five numbers comparing the megawatt yes. hours for solar? Yes. Would you mind for it? That was gold. I think we all agree. Would you mind repeating that for 30 seconds and I have an observation? Hydro, he said, was $9 per kilowatt hour. Nuclear, okay. $12.50. Fossil fuels, $25.00. And green energy, eighty-five dollars. What was the middle one? After twelve fifty-two. After twelve fifty for nuclear was fossil fuels at two fifty. Okay, cool. Thank you so much. I think everybody wanted to hear that again. Okay, and um, you had a comment? Yeah, it's just a quick one. Um, it's it's kind of a broad stroke thing. Do you ever notice all the things we talk about as liberty-minded people, and there's the, the existential event, Ukraine, nuclear war, anything, like the stove stuff, people are passive, we get what you say, and we appreciate you're bringing out that dimension, but in general, the most intelligent people in aggregate around the world country don't really react or get super pissed until it happens. Yes. Did you ever notice that or have heard that before? You're better until, at explaining Until bad stuff happens, you mean? Yeah, thank you. I'm verbose. Um, but... People don't really think about that because, like, farming by candlelight, so to speak, the world's mm-hmm. ending in whatever variant, and there's no power. Like, Yeah, but, but the thing is, we don't know what the tipping point will be, and neither do the politicians. Yeah, I'm with you 100% on the politicians. I get it, but it's just kind of sad that I know it's a psychological dynamic, and I'm not criticizing because of, you know, state-run media. I get it. Half the people are influenced in a negative way in sound bites and narratives, but it's not. There's no more Paul Revere's. It ain't going to happen. That's just the mentality of our country now, right? And maybe there's a few, but acting out like that will never happen again. It's more difficult to happen. Well, no, I wouldn't. I think that's the wrong analogy. The Paul Revere. Paul Revere was but the messenger for the acute pain. But the acute pain is the thing that has to rise up. So uh, a couple of years ago, when when Ned started his first term, wow, it was four years ago now, he spent his first year campaigning for tolls. Those tolls became a point of pain that he hadn't anticipated. It was a really stupid move. And now he's become much more conniving and cautious and lies more freely and, and uh, subtly to make sure we don't see what he's really up to. And then up pops a little thing like the idea that they want to regulate gas on our stoves, and that fits into a pattern of what they've been up to. But something about that resonates on a much more visceral level, and suddenly the Paul Revere is is the news. But everyone gets it. I'm hoping that you're right, yep. Yeah. Well, thanks for explaining that. I don't need to talk long. I just I appreciate the numbers. That's what I was after. But yeah, thank you. You did that great. You did that great. Thank you. So, everybody, do not wait until it happens. Just start speaking up now. Get a little bit active, please. Yes, I. Hopefully, the the something is going to trigger everybody soon. I have a feeling. 
Kim in Cromwell. Hi, Kim. Okay, I want to arm people with some knowledge, uh, some research doing today, so that they can have it on hand if they get into letter writing or calling or whatever. Your lawmakers is, again, put them on the spot and show them that you know something. Okay, like I said, I am very worried about the overall impact on a consumer's welfare. Okay. The impact now, of what, Kim, are you worried about? With regard to the energy stuff. Okay. Okay. Is uh, just today, okay, this is an update. There are now four methods for decarbonating concrete, and there are now four methods for decarbonating the steel process there. And those are big because those are your two largest industrial sources there. And um, if that stuff can really mobilize so that they don't put the burden on us um, there, that will help us in the long run. In fact, one of it. I don't understand what you're saying, Kim. It, the, are you saying that information is electric information that will shake us to our boots once we understand it? No, no. What I'm saying is, is you see, the way the Biden is going. No, out, no. Just go straight for answering my question. What yeah, exactly yeah, is, are you what saying? It is, is if you can make the changes in CO2 in the industrial sector, they shouldn't have to come down to consumers. And they can do it Got now it. in concrete. Okay. And steel, which are large Got worldwide, it. and they, they do far more CO2 than we do. And um, you get some side products. Okay, uh, I, I can't get into the side products, but it's a really interesting point you made, and I thank you for it. Kim, HXO5229842. Paul Middletown. Hello, Paul. Hi, how are you? What's up? Hey, I just wanted to make a quick comment. I don't know if you remember the great Daniel P. Malloy, our former. Ah, he sees, sounds vaguely familiar to me. See, I don't know. A couple of years before Ned took over, or whatever you want to call it, um, <laughs> became governor. There was another governor. Yes, there yeah. was Dan Malloy. So what about him? This is huge initiative to get everyone switched to natural gas. Yes. So now they're saying, oh, natural gas is bad. They make this stuff up as they go. Yeah, they make you go to it, use it, and then they tell you you can't. It's like, what? People yes. spend, you know, eight, ten thousand, fifteen thousand dollars to switch over with a new furnace and everything. They count the on the, the fact, Paul, that we don't have a, a large um, breadth to our to to our insight, you know, like of what's yeah. going on. We don't remember beyond a few minutes what they said. Right. So it's hard for us to 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 have historical continuity for more than a few weeks. Yeah, unfortunately, that's true for a lot of people. But well, societally, I'm talking that yeah. that we've become yeah. very short term. Thank you, sir, for the call. Good to hear from you, Rants. We got to get Rants going right here, right now, on WTIC. Is this them? Do I have this file ready to play? Is it going to go? Let's see. Thank you for asking that question. No, that. that <laughs> that was not the rants, but that's a really good cut. Ooh, I can't wait to play that. I can't wait to play that. Okay, stop Sh shaking. The The computer is just Hi, quivering Todd. on the screen. Hi, Todd. Um, I was just listening that they found another batch of classified documents in Joe's garage, and I believe it was next to a, a carton 
of what is right next to a carton with empty Chinese food containers in it. <laughs> is that true, Todd? Yes, I believe it was General Gao's chicken where they found the uh, the smell was wonderful, they said. And they asked the president for comment today, and he said, I was going to put him in uh, foot. Excuse me, Mr. President? I was going to put him in uh, foot. Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought that's what you said. All right. Is it possible that Joe Biden is being made to look suspect about the classified documents by his own party because he's not who they want running in 2024? I mean, look at the timing. It has Democratic stench all over it. But if they have this much power, I'm not saying you're wrong, but I'm just trying to play it out. Imagine that there is there is a puppeteer who decides what's going to happen. That wouldn't everybody know that there's a puppeteer who decides what happens and therefore the puppeteer can wipe you out simply by planting a story or planting the documents to create a story? Like why wouldn't Biden be aware of the danger? I think the more realistic thing is to understand that they behave irresponsibly or maliciously on a regular basis, that that's the norm. And they don't expect ever to get busted because they are the power structure. And they behave recklessly, and occasionally that recklessness uh, seeps out. Hey, Todd, this is Jerry from Margaretbook. Uh, I, I've been listening. Uh, I just want to add to, uh, my two cents regarding uh, the fired police officer. I, I grew up in Waterbury and moved to Naugatuck in 88. First off, the Waterbury Police Department, in my opinion, is the best in the state. The best in the state, even though you left in 88? And why do you say this, sir? They, they have first-rate officers, and their detectives are, are top-notch. How do you know this, though, if you've been gone so long? In 1973, I was working at Two Guys, and it was during the gas shortage. At Two Guys? Was that Five Guys before inflation? Two Guys? What's Two Guys? I was on Walker Road, and it ran out of gas. Okay. I walked to get a can of gas, and when I got back, the police car was, was there with my car. They were ready to write me a ticket, but uh, they were very helpful. They... Uh, one of them uh, primed my carburetor, and I got the car started, and they, they didn't give me a ticket. Remember carburetors? Wow, those were the good old days. <laughs> uh, carburetors. Another time I was working out a lot, and I was, uh, you know, a lot of OT, and I was tired trying to get home, you know, for my boys. Uh, they, they clocked me uh, at speeding, but, but they let me go with a verbal, verbal warning. Wait, what did you have? What was your trick? Or are you saying they just don't enforce the law for anybody? Another time, my 87 Olds Cutlass Supreme it was stolen. They found it the very next day. I, I, it was incredible. The following week, two officers in a squad car pulled up to me as I was inside the car <laughs> at a red light. And they politely asked me if I owned that car as, it, as their, uh, their list shows that the license plate listed it, it was stolen. Uh, they didn't, you know, whoever had a, the list didn't update it, but they, they, they didn't give me a hard time or anything. Well, it sounds like you're describing why they should all be eliminated, like why, why, the, why the police department should be privatized. They don't enforce the law. But based on what? 
that fire cop to me, uh, I would give him another chance. It was up to me. He has a family. He's not a single guy. He has kids and a wife. But you don't know what else they have on him. You don't know how long they might have been waiting for the chance for something irrefutable to come along so that they could finally be done with this character after seven years of his rage. And due to our crazy times, uh, I always, we always back the blue. Well, I think of myself as backing the blue, but that doesn't mean I back them when they're wrong. Is that what back the blue means? That even when you're wrong, when they're wrong, you say they're right. Is that what it means? Uh, and thanks for hearing me out. Take care. Bye bye. I just think the best thing you can do for the police, if you back the blue, is to help them get rid of the bad cops. How are you pro cop if you force the cops? to work with bad cops. That must be the bane of their existence. Oh, make sure I don't, I'm not with that Hinkle guy. Was that his name, Hinkle? Make sure I'm not with him. They say in the, what do they call that room where they get their assignments? That's how I imagine it. Todd, buddy, I'll tell you what the problem is today. It's greed, arrogance by the people running the show and ignorance by the American people who aren't following what's going on. Anyway, there it is in a nutshell, buddy. All right, have a good day. Yeah, that's pretty good. But don't forget that everybody we give the job of representing us to, for the most part, you know, 99% of them join the ruling class and mislead us about everything. So how can we know? Is it true that Joe Biden is so corrupt that not only does he have his son Hunter traveling around the world selling his influence to the highest bitter, but that his brother and sister were in on that grift also? Well, you have to have people you trust around you for your big deals. Let's uh, see what the president had to say when asked about this. I was going to foot him uh, I was going to foot him uh, foot. What, what was that, Mr. President? I was going to foot him uh, foot. Gotcha. Okay, I think we understand each other. Thank you for clarifying. Hey, it's Jess again from uh, National Tax Advisory Services, LLC, huh? 831-4718. Wait, are we getting, uh, we're getting spam calls on the rant line? This is, this is great. All right, I want to hear this. Um, our files show we have some good news about your hardship tax account. What's which that? Which will uh, allow you to clear away any money owed for previous year's filings. Oh, really? How are you going to do that? Like You have some secret wire with a button that you push and it just eliminates my tax burden? I got to tell Mark Christopher about this. Hey, Mark, in the BPS Lawyers Traffic Center. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. 
You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Miss something from the Todd Feinberg Show? Listen to the podcast on WTIC.com slash podcast. Reese on the radio will be with us in a few minutes. How cool is that, pray tell? Anthony. You ready for uh, a couple more rants? Anthony. Anthony. I heard you call into Todd on Wednesday. Oh, Anthony, be still my beating heart. Oh. Margaret still loves you, Anthony. The, the Zero program in West Hartford will require special funding. And it will, uh, the chairman of the commission will be called Chairman Zero. Tom was uh, upset about the music they were playing about the marijuana. And the music they were playing was La Cucaracha. Yes. You know, marijuana que fumar. Ah, that's why he was upset. Todd, good afternoon. Listening to... Uh, TIC via streaming, and I'm hearing all kinds of ads uh, with Eversource, by Eversource, telling us how to save money, how to be more efficient and uh, to go online. Uh, on the assumption that these clowns are paying uh, TIC money to put those ads on the radio, why is it they can't figure out how to make their costs less and pass those costs on to consumers? Thanks, Todd. But why would they want to do that? They've got a, they've got, they're colluding with the government to rip us off and provide the government with money it wants without anybody finding out about it. You know, those secret little levies they hide on the bill. And it just uh, strikes me that they've got a great inside game going on. Todd, I hope I heard wrong, but a few days ago, did someone named Jim, who called you, say that it is a good thing for us that the U.S. government is the number one employer in our country? I hope he was kidding. He can't be serious. I don't recall anyone saying that, and we don't allow people named Jim to call, so I doubt it was that. But, oh, yeah, one slipped through the other. Oh, I guess we did have a Jim slip through the other day. So, But I didn't hear anything about that, no. Hey, Todd, yesterday was the first day you can buy weed legally. And I'm watching the news last night, and you see all these losers and stoners in the middle of the day lining up as far as you can see to buy their weed. It's unbelievable. It's like it was a Black Friday sale. I wonder if they would line up to take and, you know, apply for a job and wait in line like that. Or how about vote? You know? It's unbelievable. Stone Nation. Are there uh, subsidies yet to to make sure there's equity in the distribution of marijuana, regardless of one's ability to pay? Hi, Todd. Uh, my rant today is for all those people that uh, are saying that Joe Biden uh, didn't do anything with uh, secret, uh, sensitive uh, documents that Donald Trump didn't do. Well, there's a big difference. Donald Trump was president of the United States. 
Joe Biden was vice president of the United States. Ooh, that's a good point. president has a lot more prerogative in such matters, doesn't he? How come my Connecticut Department of Labor account was hacked and nobody's talking about it? Well, maybe you haven't publicized it enough. Tell us more. Hey, Todd, when the Bidens got their kickback from the Taliban for leaving billions and billions worth of military equipment there in Afghanistan, did they get paid in cash, or did Hunter just go over and get to harvest a few of their poppy fields? Thanks. Wow, what a really good question. Let's check in with the president, see what he has to say about whether they got paid from Afghanistan, leaving all that equipment behind in, in cash, or uh, what was the other payment method? Marijuana? I was going to foot him uh, foot, foot. Excuse me, Mr. President? I was going to foot him uh, foot, foot. Gotcha. Okay, thank you very much. Off we go to the BPS Lawyers Traffic Center. Mark Christopher can understand virtually every language. Tell us what this one is, Mark. I was going to foot him uh, foot. Now, back to the Todd Feinberg Show, live from the NJ Diet Studios on WTIC News Talk 1080. I asked Reese if he was going to come on this afternoon, and he said, I was going to foot him. I wasn't sure what you meant by that. I said, what would you say, Reese? Oh, I was going to foot him. <laughs> Thank you for throwing me a loop, man. That was good. <laughs> what a curveball. How you doing? I am doing so great. Uh and, and I'm having probably the time of my life, and, and it's moments like these when the news – I think I'm an ambulance chaser. You I, mean in I, terms of uh, outrageous political stories? Oh, my goodness. I, this kind of stuff, man, I wake up in the morning excited when this news comes over the ticker. I lose it. It's kind of unbelievable, isn't it? It is. It's insane. Uh, I just watched Kennedy on The Five. She was um, – she's uh, co-hosting on The Five. And she's from the Fox uh, Business Channel, and she says, "Is that her that first name, Kennedy?" Yeah, she okay. refers to it as living in the Matrix. She goes, "Someone's got to be writing this <laughs> script, like the Matrix." And I said, "Do you?" It's like I kind of agree with her. Who so could I, write this well, though? Who's nobody. that outrageous? I mean, nope. I assume we're under some kind of hallucinogen, you know. <laughs> Right. With all of the drama of, you know, this the speakership with uh, Kevin McCarthy, then you would think that everything would die down the next week. But of course, it does not. But I want to ask you if you would do me a favor today and the audience of WTIC, if you would do me a favor today. You want them to. No, I want uh, you to do me a favor. But how about the audience? Am I doing them a favor, too? Because I, I don't like to do this many favors. OK, well, this favor that I'm going to ask you to do is I want you to pretend you are Corinne Jean-Pierre, but you are Tom Todd Feinberg press secretary okay. for the the Biden administration. Oh, so I don't have to do my hair like her. No, no, you don't have to okay. do your hair or anything. All you have to do Good. is just answer a couple of questions that I, Reese on the radio, would ask you, Todd Feinberg, voice piece, voice box of the President of the United States. Okay, I'm ready. Okay, I've only got five questions, so let me. here's my first question. Um, the President is being advised by his lawyers to dummy up. Why? Is it plausible deniability? Dummy up? Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I, I believe that the president has already covered that territory. I was going to foot him. Uh, foot, foot. <laughs> 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 
Well, you know that the president has been saying that he spoke to his lawyers and he told them not to, that he shouldn't even ask about they, what are in the documents. Yeah, they told him don't ask. Wasn't that a remarkable admission? Why would <laughs> he admit? believe it. Why would he admit such a thing? Yeah, it's like another day asking him to dummy up. In essence, that means like he's being interrogated. You know, like the, a lawyer would tell his client in a criminal case, don't answer any questions. You know, you have the right to remain silent. That's in essence what he's doing here. So that's the part I don't understand. I mean, plausible deniability is one thing, but they, in essence, he's saying, you know, don't ask what the documents is because the president says he doesn't even know that they're there, which makes me go. To my second question. Well, just let me add something to that first yes, question. Please. The reason, another reason, I think everything you said is true, but another reason the lawyers might tell him not to say anything to them or whatever it was he said they yeah. said is because they don't, he might get asked in a deposition, did right. your lawyer say anything to you about this? So, right, exactly. So the idea that he's admitting this to the world. <laughs> right. So if I'm back in my role as press secretary, I would say the president never said that. Yeah, exactly. And they could okay. all scream and do whatever. I Play me the tape. It's doctored if it's there. <laughs> okay, next question. The president made clear he does not know what is in the top secret documents. Does he not remember taking them? Oh, that's a really good question. So I'm the press secretary. What do I say? Mm -hmm. What would the president have told me to say or what would the chief of staff have said? Mm -hmm. They would have said the president has no knowledge of those documents having been there or what they are. That's right. That's exactly what she said. That's exactly what she said. She says he has no knowledge of these documents. He didn't even know that they were there. There you go. So he doesn't even know. So great. It leads to me my third question. Okay. Uh, th right? This sounds like a dirty trick, but go ahead. Oh, of course it is. Okay. So he didn't know that they were being taken or moved from place to place. Does the president think he's being set up? Of course not. Who would set up the president? <laughs> remember, he doesn't even know. remember taking them, right? He has no idea what's in them. Someone clearly took them and brought them to the Biden Center, this new, you know, this building that opened up in 2018. He left office in 2017. They went there and he's got one sitting next to the Corvette in his garage, in his locked garage. Now, can I want to ask back about the Corvette? Yeah. What is that all about? Don't know. Apparently, the garage door is pretty secure at the vice president's home. Maybe this is what where he was actually sitting when they said he was in the basement. He just loves being <laughs> in that car, which I can't blame him for that. The seats are comfy. Exactly. Okay, question number four. Okay. Some people By the way, saying, I just have to observe, Reese. Yes, sir. That you are behaving in a very lawyerly fashion. You know, the yes, job sir. of these sequential questions is to narrow... <laughs> the space in the hallway that I'm walking down to some point where I can't move anymore. It gets so tight. And I feel we're getting close to that point. Yeah, absolutely. So question number four. Okay. Many people have said that Biden may have taken these documents to research for a book. If he was using these documents, did he not see the classification on these documents? Well, wait a sec. Uh, who is saying that he was working on a book? Is this oh, media everyone in the speculation? media who's been running cover for the president, even oh, some see. Democrats, are suggesting that he may have taken his documents for research on a book. You know, he's writing a book, as all presidents do. 
right? So he's going to be writing this book. So he took the documents to go over them. And again, he kept them for six years. But again, in going over those documents for his said research, he had to have seen the classification on those documents. Did he miss them? Well, how does the book part help that? The, the, uh, that sounds like an indictment of the president to say yes, he was working does. on a book. Yes, it does. Uh, that's why but, I said these people are all over the place. Yeah. I mean, that's a mistake to say that. The exactly. more likely thing is that he was studying up to make sure he understood uh, some kind of international dynamics, which he wanted to be aware mm -hmm. of, because that's what, you know, that's what you do if you have access. But even I, I have they said anything about what right he had to have those documents as a as a former? They don't even try. They don't. They know he doesn't have any right to take those documents as vice president and to hold on to them for six years, which brings me to my final question. Okay. I'm glad you asked. If the case of top, top secret documents between Donald Trump and Joe Biden are so different as many snaffers in the White House have claimed, why is the DOJ involving a special counsel in both cases? Uh, because both are illegal. That's whether uh, whether different or not. But of course, the differences, it's very interesting. The thing about the differences, the the the, the president, when making that statement that you're talking about, you know, that he, when, when he was reacting to this whole idea, he was immediately differentiated. The first time maybe they asked him the question about those documents and why mm -hmm. were they there? He, he immediately skipped over the fact that it was obviously illegal for him to treat the documents this way with such recklessness and, and uh, a, a sense of personal ownership. And he skipped right over the thing he's guilty of and talked about Trump. Right. Which is, and, and that was, that seemed to me to be a signal to right. the media that they should do the same, which they did from day one. They immediately reported the story. All of the all of the Pravda style outlets. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. The, Bending over backwards, twisting themselves into pretzels, talking about how the cases were ardently different than each other. Right Donald off the Trump, bat. Yeah. Donald Why don't Trump they report about, news when they have a right. news story? But that's, you know, it's another key point about this. And people should t totally recognize this. Donald Trump's defense, whether you want to say he lied, that's not a crime. I mean, anybody can lie. There's nothing constitutional about lying. Here's my point. If you want to get him for lying, tell me whatever that charge is and we'll get there. But here's what I'm saying. Donald Trump's fair argument, right, is can the president of the United States simp simply prima facie wave his hand and declassify documents? Yes, it's been argued in the Supreme Court. We also have two cases in precedent. The uh, former president of the United States, Barack Obama, in making his claim about talking about nuclear disarmament with Vladimir Putin when he was talking to, um, uh, 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 what's the, Dmitry Megadev. And in uh, Bill Clinton's case, when he had taped documents that he refused to give to Tom Fitton of Judicial Watch because he decided that he was not going to give those up to the public. And Tom Fitton but that doesn't mean those were correct decisions. Well, no, no, I understand that, but they're, I'm saying that there's case. I'm not saying that they're right or wrong. I'm just okay. saying that those are clear. There's precedent here mm -hmm. that the president can either declassify or not. But the president of the United States, there's case law that we can go to where the president has some sort of defense. The vice president has zero. And we're not talking a little bit, a kind of, a little bit, you know, a dribble here and there. Zero. Nor did Hillary Clinton. Zero. So they, when they people yeah, but were, about, were you, yeah, did you start this, uh, this part off by saying what Trump's 
argument is? Yeah, Trump's argument is is saying by the fact that he is the executive and he gives people special powers on whether or not things can be declassified or not. In essence, he is the person who can declassify documents. He is. I think there's a larger scheme that really motivates President Trump and causes him to feel justified in these types of things is that he knows they're a bunch of lying slime. Yes. And that nothing they say is true and that they he's watched them treat confidential top secret documents mm-hmm. like they are uh, tissues to yep. to blow their nose on. Mm-hmm. And given that he doesn't buy any of their crap. And uh, you know, what's that, another scary part about all of this. And if you really want to see this for those people who are listening, who are thinking, well, you know, this, that and you're twisting yourself into a knot. Here's my other one. Uh, Merrick Garland, can we get 30 30 officers to raid the Delaware mansion? Because I believe you should get on it. And let me tell you why. All right. Donald Trump was in a tug of war, if you will, with the archivist and, you know, the document, the people who wanted the documents back from. They were in a tug of war for over nine months. And then they ended up sending 30 officers over there to seize those documents from Donald Mm -hmm. Trump because we refused to give them over. What do we know about Joe Biden? What we know about the president of the United States is that they found the documents on November 2nd. Nobody told anyone about it. The Department of Justice didn't tell anybody about it. They kept it under wraps. They wait two months to tell us. And then we find out days later that they also found documents on December 20th and as early as last night. They found another document inside of his home. Now, this is different than the tug of war with Donald Trump and Mar-a-Lago. This is obviously, and we're talking six years now, six years worth of holding on to illegal documents. You raid his home. because of his Well, justified... more specifically, I yes. think they need to raid the little red Corvette. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But they need to raid it because, again, you want this to appear that you're being even killed with the arms of, of the law. And if Merrick Garland does not raid the the compound in Delaware. There's a problem. There's a problem. Yeah, especially since uh, it's already we can see that. Uh, and and I guess uh, we started off with uh, with the press secretary announcing mm-hmm. that that um, the president didn't know anything about the documents. That's right. So given that he doesn't know, somebody's got to know. Let's get someone in there to know, to develop the knowledge. That's right. Somebody is hiding documents on on Biden's properties, his office and his home, without the president's knowledge. That means someone's doing something nefarious. The Department of Justice has got to send officers in there to raid the whole place. Forget about officers. I want document-sniffing dogs. (laughs) And let's see if they get bit by the presidential dogs. Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah, it's got to happen. It just does because any other reaction is showing a, tier, a two-tier justice system or, in essence, partisanship on Merrick Garland. And Merrick Garland's got – he's already backed himself into a corner that forced him to, to appoint the special counsel in the first place. We know why he did it because, again, we know that the Department of Justice has turned political. There's no two ways about it. That's why he had to do it so he looked like he was even keeled. But, again, you, you, you got to do what has to be done. And obviously somebody who said that it was only a couple of documents on November 2nd turned out to be more. That means that someone is not being totally honest. You can't trust this this White House or his staff. You got to raid it.
Well, let's. Uh, the, this is a wonderful segment, Reese. I'm very Thanks, Im- impressed with what you dreamed up here, and I'm, I'm assuming it came to you in a dream because that's where best <laughs> ideas come. And uh, let's just let's just wrap it up with this cut from the president. America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. I was going to put him. Uh, put, put. See, he doesn't even feel comfortable using a word that we might understand. He's talking in secret code. It's incredible. Hey, I'll, right. be on, I'll be on Will Marotti's show tomorrow morning. Oh, yeah? You're filling in for Will? I'm filling in for Pastor Will, yeah. So I'll have all of this and more. And Roseanne will be on the air with me as well to talk about the, um, the medical assistance in dying happening in California. Awesome. Reese on the radio.com. Thank you, sir. And Thank you. It is time for us to go to the BPS Lawyers Traffic Center and check in once again with Mark Christopher. Have a can great night, Can you play night, that? Sir. Can you play that Biden cut one more time? This one. America yeah. is a nation that can be defined in a single word. Okay. I was going to put him. Uh, foot, foot. Okay. Uh, here's the response. It's your I think I think oh, I think they understand wonderful. each other. Missy Elliott and uh, the president. I think he's they, bringing into that. They're, 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 they are communicating on some different level, though. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.